0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: How was everybody's weekend? It was beautiful Saturday, Sunday, absolutely gorgeous. Got to two rounds of golf in. Saturday, we were up at Winchester, and Sunday, we played Pickering. Okay, got to tell you this, Lucky. I know it's there's nothing worse than anybody telling anybody about their golf game. Nothing more boring. But this, I have to brag about when was the last time you played Pickering Golf Club?
0: Uh, I took Evan there last year, actually. Okay,
1: so you know hole five. Uh, it's a par four. It's about 200 and something yards. It's, uh... Anyhow, it doesn't really matter. None of that matters. What, my, what happened on hole five for me is what matters. Drive the green? No. Uh, but I did do this. <laughs> I hit it about... Uh, I don't know how far I hit it off the tee. But I was 87 yards out from the pin in the rough over a hill little lake to the left of it, dropped it in the cup. Dunked it. Dunked it. Wow. Almost like getting a hole-in-one on a small par three. Right. Almost. All right. Chipped it up, landed on the green, rolled right into the cup. Eagle? Uh, Yes.
0: So that was your drive you didn't blow it in the woods for?
1: Nope. Very nice. An eagle, yeah. Probably the best hole I've ever played. (laughs) I threw all my clubs (laughs) in the lake. I said, I'm done. What's the point in carrying on? I've mastered this game. (laughs) I did better than the Leafs. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, <laughs> screw Ninety-four 94.9 The Rock, GTA's rock station. Seven eleven. not only the time, but the next place of employment for Kyle Dubas. <laughs> 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 Somewhere, I think I heard Saturday night, Mike Babcock laughing at the top of his lungs. Wow. Um Yeah, what happens? Uh, You have said it many times in the past about the honeymoon is over. I think we're heading to divorce proceedings at this stage. Uh, There could be job openings, and probably should be job openings uh, in management with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's it's a difficult
0: ask because through the regular season, you had uh, you know record performances, right? Right? You you had a team that you know most points uh that they've had they've got a team that they've you know got the 60 goal scorers a new record for goal scoring they're doing things right number one power play that's really the key Mm. to me in this first round you know, the number one power play in the regular season uh it went 16 percent in in the playoffs in the first round and if there is a fault to be had it's a lack of adjustment of the power play throughout that series you had seven games to do it you had more power plays you know all the complaints about the refing. you know yeah there were a lot of penalties called against the Leafs they had a lot of power plays too yep and and were ineffective on it so th- with the lack of an adjustment there it could be a coaching and management issue I don't think you I actually don't think you see a move if you see really? one I think you see all of them go right because they're all tied right yeah uh, and so uh you know if if you Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment was going to make a move. I think you're seeing a massive blowout, and I don't know if they can justify that given the regular season that they had.
1: How but long, how long it's, has has been there now?
0: What is it, five, six years? Has it been that long? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's you know it really is a shame. I, I wasn't completely shocked because we're just used to this every year, uh, and you know, and I guess this team is supposed to be built. Uh, for a playoff run, and I, I there's always a million reasons why. And but I think I, a lot of fans will say, you know, the, the big stars didn't show up. But lots of times on a playoff winning team, the big guys don't always... Get the most goals or do the most right. stuff on
0: the ice. Well, I mean, listen. The, the people were hard on Tavares in the first few games. He stepped up his play in the in the yep. last couple of games, right? Um, Nylander was you know spotty, but better in this you know mm-hmm. last year's playoffs. He he was the only one that kind of showed up. Matthews and the you know, they while they're the focus, and obviously teams are going to try and shut them down. They were able to to contribute earlier in the series as well. Um, was Campbell a question mark in that? I don't know. It, you know, I said. Going into this series, at some point Andre Vasilevsky was going to steal a game, mm-hmm. right? And he waited till Game Seven, mm-hmm. and, and he did it there. It's—I I don't know if you can break this down. Yes, of course, it's—it's it's a devastating loss for Leaf fans because you were up and had a chance in Game Six right. and Game Seven again. This is twice. You know they're now what zero ten in elimination games mm-hmm. in the last three years. Mm-hmm. That's—it's crazy when you look at—you know—they just cannot win. That elimination game when they've had all kinds of chances to, to close teams out. It's not easy to do. And the, and you know, we've said it ad nauseum this year too, how close that Eastern conference was. Every team that made the playoffs is a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, problem for the Leafs is they ran into a really good team, the two time defending cup, uh, Stanley cup champions. And even in game seven with Braden Point hurt. Early. You know, this is one of the Tampa stars. Mm. And I don't know if Tampa moves on in the next round if he can't come back through this and it didn't look good. So, uh, you know, for them to not take advantage of that is really a bummer for Leaf fans.
1: You know, when you, when you look back at the history of this team, uh, it, it's amazing. It's shocking to think of all the personnel turnover through the years and to try different coaching different strategies we're gonna we're gonna be tough we're gonna be smart we're gonna be this this season we're gonna be all skill next season we're gonna be just tough and fight and we're gonna grind it out and it nothing works right it, it never it's yeah. um, like if i was brendan shanahan or kyle do du- i'd be like what do we do i mean we've not just us but in the history of this
0: organization everything has been tried yeah well yeah, and the only thing that hasn't turned over is the fans. Well, they've yeah. turned over, but in their graves waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you look at it like yes, you know, eight teams in, in the, make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, all of them had 100 points. Yeah. The last time the Leafs won they only had to beat five other teams because mm-hmm. there were only six in the league at right, that time. Right, right. It, like it is so incredible. Yeah, to think that you know they have not been able to win a Stanley Cup with all and you know you can go through the Ballard years and say okay, the money wasn't there and the team he mm. wasn't trying to invest to win it. But that has happened now. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I I, I heard Ryan Kessler, former, you know, NHL player, Vancouver Canuck, talking about, you know, maybe, you know, the Leafs' problem is that they, you know, and a lot of people have said that they've invested too much in their, you know, four big stars or five big stars, whatever it may be. But he said, you know, you look at like a Tom Brady situation where the guys take pay cuts Mm. to make better teams around them. If you're committed to winning as a team, then maybe that's what you look to do.
1: It is time once again to chat with Ted Reader, godfather of the grill for
2: Holinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. morning, Ted. How are you? Not too bad. How's your uh, sadness?
1: Oh, well, I actually <laughs> said to Lucky this morning, I said, which position are you going to apply for? The president's job, the GM job, or the head coach? Because Lucky can do them all.
0: Right. I got yeah, a text message from Ted Reader, a voice message. Okay. It just said you know, I opened it up and it's just so sorry for your loss. And right away I was like, Oh, I gotta delete this. Like I think I thought it was like a spam <laughs> <laughs> What the heck?
2: No, yeah. no, no. I knew you were crying.
0: Yeah. No, it's all right. <laughs> I'm no. in the broadcasting business. So win or lose, I still get paid. <laughs> Listen, Ted Excellent. I, I was more
2: upset
1: with the gas prices this weekend because that we're not used to. We're all used to the Toronto Maple Leafs losing. I don't expect anything else. I would have been shocked had they made it to the second round.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, it's what's, what's gas today? $2. Uh, $2.50 a liter? $47 a liter.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's on its way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy.
1: This is why we have alcohol, Ted, and this is why we soak things like pineapple in it and then we grill it.
2: Oh, yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we do. So you take yourself a fresh pineapple. You peel it up, slice it into about one-inch thick rounds, and then soak it in some dark rum. Mm. Okay? Soak okay. it in there. Let it soak. Let it soak. You can sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar on it. Touch of cinnamon if you like. And, uh, and just let it soak, and it'll absorb that, that rum. And then take it out to the grill. Pull it out. Let them drain. And then on to a medium-high grill and grill that pineapple. And it's just going to take a little bit of time, maybe maybe 10 minutes, three to five minutes aside. And that's it. Sprinkle it with a little bit more brown sugar, splash more fresh rum, and uh, you're done. That's how easy it is.
0: This is something you do right on the grills as well, Ted, not a, a plank or anything?
2: No, straight up on the grill, man. Hmm. Straight up on the grill. And then you can... Eat it. Uh, eat the pineapple as uh, just on its own. You can dice it up and make a salsa. Let's say for your Taco Tuesdays. And uh, if you want, you could serve it with a little bit of grilled uh, pound cake and a dollop of whipped cream.
0: <laughs> it's a great dessert. Yeah, All nice and easy. Are- Ted, nice some, and easy. If uh, I struggle sometimes with things sticking to my we grill, we know you struggle. <laughs> yeah, I struggle all the time. But when it comes to barbecue, sometimes it's it's. I just find things stick to the grill a little more than I think they're supposed to. Whether it's uh, meat or veg whatever I've got
2: on there, am I not you know, treating it properly? Uh, a little, possibly. So number one is uh, non-stick cooking spray. Okay, it's yeah. a great thing. Spray it on your grill grates when they're cold, and they're going to help keep things from sticking as you heat up your grill. Don't spray it on when your grills are hot. It right. turns into a flamethrower. Right. All right? <laughs> and then your food, just a light little uh, layer of nonstick or a brush of, of vegetable oil or olive oil on the meat before it hits the grill. But the biggest tip is you're trying to turn the food too early. Okay. So food's going to stick to the grill, but when it's cooked in the right spot, it'll easily peel away from the hot grill. So just, if it's stuck, put it back down. Just wait an extra minute or so. Okay.
1: Treat it like sex, Lucky. Go a little slower. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> I'm eager. <laughs> you always want to get to the finish. <laughs> That's right. She's not ready yet. <laughs> Isn't that always the problem,
2: Teddy? The boys are one, too...
1: one 100%. We all want to finish too quick. Get her done. <laughs> now, listen. Getting her done. You're getting her done at the joint at El Dorado, when you open this Thursday. I drove by on Saturday. The pizza ovens are out there. The patio's all set up. It looks great. We are ready to uh, to dine with Teddy at the joint this Thursday, my friend.
2: Well, it, it's it's uh, it's coming together. Thank you. We are we're opening Thursday at uh, eleven thirty, and uh, for live fire barbecue of brisket burgers. All our burgers are charcoal grilled, our briskets are wild cherry smoked, and introducing this year, wood-fired pizza coming from the pizza oven uh, outdoors on the patio. Uh, Also, Friday night, we got some live music uh, coming to the joint, so uh, about 4.35 o'clock in the afternoon through to the early evening, uh, a little bit of live music, some ice-cold beer, and lots of tasty barbecue. So come on out and see us at the joint. Beautiful. Who's performing? Def Leppard? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes, Deaf Leppard's coming, and uh, they're going to be very loud. Yeah, that'll be perfect. <laughs> D-E-A-F, Def Leppard. <laughs> uh, yeah, a whole other thing. All right, Ted,
1: if people want to talk grilling with you or The Joint, and we will be there this week in El Dorado Golf Course, uh, get yourself a seat and uh, see Teddy and all his magic. He works on The Grill. How do people get a hold of you, pal?
2: You're going to find me on the social media world, at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, The Joint.
1: Men have unwritten man rules well they're unwritten because we're too lazy to write them down but there's a new uh thread online where men are talking about the unwritten rules that they have things like you should nod down when you greet someone you nod up when it's someone you know Right. If a friend buys you a drink, you don't pay it back. You buy the next round. Okay. And that's true. Listen, as golf season starts up, if you're in a foursome and somebody buys four beers, inevitably you got to buy four. Right. Don't keep sneaking into the woods looking for balls every time the beer cart comes <laughs> around. <laughs> Get out your wallet. Uh, beer, pizza, and barbecue is acceptable payment for helping another man. Yes and no. I think if another man is moving right. and he's over the age of 30, he hires a truck. Right.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's not acceptable. Yeah, there's different levels of help.
1: Yeah, you you hire a moving company. (laughs) You need need someone to, I don't know, watch your dog? Right. Sure. Cut your grass maybe while you're away? Right. Okay, I'll do that. Shovel your snow? Sure, you want to repay me with a case of beer? That's fine. But I'm not moving your couch. Uh, Don't use the urinal next to an occupied
0: one. Okay. Yeah, I think that's always been a good rule. Right. Now, what happens if there's only, like, you know, three, and you take the middle one. Cross your legs. Everyone's going to wait? I think so. Okay.
1: I, I think you should. Ah, listen, you've been to, you know, Scotiabank Arena or whatever. If it's busy, you just, you take whatever you're in. Right, go, yeah.
0: You know. that or, you're in intermission, everyone. The lines right off you go.
1: You know, I always thought it was so gross, and I, I've done it too, because I've got nowhere to put my beer. The dude's coming in with the open beers, and they're putting it up on top of the urinal. Yeah, I so know. Drinking and peeing. It's
0: great. <laughs> at some point, at one point, they put ledges up for something, right. like a little higher, Right, but even still. Ah,
1: there's still spray. Don't roast a man in front of their kid. So I guess don't insult a guy. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Of, I would say that even in front of his wife. Right. You know, don't belittle, don't belittle a dude.
0: Yeah, well, try not to make a habit of it. In general. Right. It's, you know, just shooting around with the guys, perhaps. Yeah. You know, that's part of the conversation tends to happen. But amongst others, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's one thing to mock your buddy, again, if you're out golfing or something. But don't start drama. If drama begins, take steps to de-escalate. Okay. These are unwritten man rules. If he's flirting, don't interrupt. Let your buddy do his thing.
0: Oh, yeah. the block. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And when your friend's crush is around, he's the funniest in the group.
0: Okay. Let him have the spotlight. Interesting. Yeah. Although, when you say don't interrupt a, a flirting, you know, if your buddy's married and he's going after the cart girl, like, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe step in and say, you know, lay off. there.
1: Or if he's flirting with your wife or daughter. Oh, yeah. that's Tim. If he's flirting with your daughter, interrupt. <laughs> What do you think the maximum distance you'd consider walking distance, Lucky? Ooh, distance? Yeah. Or like time? Uh, yeah, I guess time. Yeah, time. How, how, how many uh, minutes or an hour were you willing to walk?
0: Wow, <laughs> like 10 minutes, 15 tops. Wow! Like, okay. like, what's this for? Like, 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 I'm not willing to walk much at all, to be honest. <laughs> well, like on it, like my limit for walking tends to be like the shopping cart return part of the parking lot,
1: and even then you're winded. If I got to pa- walk past that point,
0: mm-hmm. then it's like oh, I can find another day to go here. <laughs> <laughs> if it's that busy, I'm not going in. So
1: you know, uh, sometimes you'll have like a, in a plaza. You'll have, say, a grocery store, and then across the lot will be another store. And maybe you have to stop at a couple of places within a big plaza. Right. So you got, like, a dollar store and the grocery yeah. store. Would you drive three times, or would you walk the plaza? Or would you park kind of central? I'd
0: park central, yeah. depending on what I'm getting. Like One's like the beer store, and I'm going to, you know, crank a case with me. Right. Uh, then I'm parking right in front of that, Right. and I'll do park central <laughs> for the other two. <laughs>
1: Well, people say 30 minutes is the most thing. 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm from the couch to the beer fridge.
0: Right. That's the most walking I I can't, you know, like this is a complaint I've had of, you find a lot of uh, mechanics, mm. like car places, are generally, lay, like, away from residential areas. They're industrial so, zones, do, More yeah. industrial, right? So, you, you'll find that, <laughs> you know, you'd look for a mechanic that is somewhat close to you. Because if not... Like, you got to go down there, you got to either sit and wait, Mm -hmm. all right, you know, in some dingy waiting room, or you got to take a a service if they've got one, a shuttle service or, or an Uber or something like that. Uh, while your car is down there.
1: See, here's what made the West End so much better than the East End. Mm. In all of these industrial zones, there was always a peeler joint. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was taking the car for oil and filter
2: every three weeks. A lot of lube. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9, mm. The Rock.